Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit CARON.org slash lost. For over 130 years, McCormick has helped you make mom's lasagna to keep her secret recipe alive. Take over taco night. No matter how chaotic your day is. Conquer the bake sale. Even if you get to it last minute. And craft the perfect Sunday brunch when it's not even Sunday. Because with McCormick by your side, it's going to be great. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, we can't get fooled again. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with Travis Irvine. Hello, Ben. And Fernando. Hello, Ben. Thank you all so much for listening. Hope you're doing well out there. Got another great episode for you. Little media roundup. Ooh, there's a shakeup at CNN. And no, it's not Brian Stelter going to the bathroom. Hello. <laughs> he was fired six months ago, but the jokes keep coming. <laughs> we'll also keep you updated on what happened with the Supreme Court, because it turns out Justice Jackson also received gifts. From a billionaire? Not from a billionaire. Yeah, from Oprah. She received <gasps> flowers. Yeah. Oh so it's almost God. like the same thing as when you're... It's the same. It's the same as when a billionaire <laughs> buys your mother a house. Clarence Thomas still has not said how much money he has gotten from the billionaire class to do their bidding. Well, he wears the robe behind the bench. We got that plus much more. But let's just start off with the old candidate who's running roundup. Wow. Mm. Every time you run for president, you know what you need? Oh, you need to find yourself your billionaire. <laughs> and it happened for Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Oh, it was a dream <laughs> made in heaven. Aww. Crypto hell, perhaps. <laughs> Jack Dorsey, the former CEO of Twitter, no! has said that he's throwing his support behind Robert F. Kennedy Jr. One of the interesting ironies of all of this is mm -hmm. that Kennedy Jr. was banned from Twitter. That's funny. Because of his <laughs> oh. uh, thoughts on the vaccines. And I believe Jack Dorsey was still in charge of Twitter yes. when Kennedy was banned from Twitter. All true. I don't know what happened. What changed? <laughs> all of a sudden, Dorsey wants to go see what that Kennedy cock is all about. I That was <laughs> where I was going to go with it. I was like, it has to do with John F. Kennedy and what, what he represents for Twitter. And then Jack Dorsey being the original Twitter. You know, Maybe it's, Robert, it's on brand. Of course, it's Robert F. Kennedy Robert Jr. F. Kennedy I always Jr. I'm so sorry. I well, that's that. kind of what Robert Kennedy is hoping people think he is, is John yeah. Kennedy. <laughs> And they go to their polls because we know Look. for a fact these voters are old as goddamn as, as dirt. They go to the poll. And, <laughs> John Kennedy's on the ballot. That's uh, correct. Yes, I remember John Kennedy's on the ballot. I mean, he's still looking good. I've and also he heard that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has better security than John F. Kennedy did. <laughs> Robert F. Kennedy always has eight security guys surrounding him at all times. Well, and of course, if you shot him in the head, Ugh. maybe just air would come out. We simply don't know. Robert F. Kennedy Jr., however, once again, as we've discussed, polling higher than a lot of people expected. It helps that there's only he, and uh, we'll make another announcement here in a second regarding some uh, another Democrat who's thrown his name in the ring, but he, in a very limited field, is allowing his numbers to be around 20%. He's getting more airtime than people expected. Again, as Joe Biden continues to fall down in public, show us his undies. Aww. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. looks spry, young, despite the fact, again, the guy sounds like a horse's anus sneezing. So <laughs> this is uh, what Dorsey had to say regarding Robert F. Kennedy Jr. beating Donald Trump and DeSantis. Dorsey commented, he can and will. Oh, <laughs> So there you go. A Twitter okay. user asked Dorsey That's whether it. he was endorsing Kennedy or just predicting, to which the billionaire Dorsey said both. 
Mm. So there you go. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. This is step first step announcing without having massive technical difficulties like DeSantis failed. So Robert F. Kennedy Jr. did that success. Number two. You find yourself your billionaire that's going to catapult your campaign to the next level. Not only billionaire, I'm going to double down. Every one of his talking points is from Twitter. All the, you know, sure. vaccines cause out autism. Where did that come from? Twitter. The COVID-19 <laughs> was genetically engineered. Mm-hmm. Twitter. And I'll tell you one thing. <laughs> if, if I'm on a date with Jenny McCarthy, vaccines cause autism. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> if I'm on go. a date with Jenny, I'd be like, what do you, what do you think, Jennifer? <laughs> and then whatever her answer is, very similar You're to mine. so right. Also, there's a lot of rumors on Twitter that uh, the CIA might have had something to do with killing Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s dad. <laughs> well, that is always up for debate and always a fascinating conversation. Certainly, if you want to, again, use the cliche deep state. Someone who knows about that very well is the Kennedy family. I love it. Whether you believe the CIA was complicit, allowed it to happen, or actually did destroy the Kennedy um, iconic political family at its Mm -hmm. roots because, of course, their pro-labor stance. So he's an environmental lawyer. He's got his high. This is uh, uh, this is Robert F. Kennedy Jr., environmental lawyer. He's got his high profile on He's as a vaccine critic. And uh, again, he stands at 16% in the latest Fox News national poll. Hmm. He's 69 years old. Nice. Uh, he grabbed uh, about 20% in a CNN poll. So he's hovering, let's just say 16 to 20%. It's significant enough to win Iowa. I mean, you look at someone like obviously on the Republican side with like a Rick Santorum mm-hmm. or I forget the other schmuck that won Iowa that went absolutely nowhere afterwards. Ted Cruz. So, Ted Cruz. <laughs> so maybe Huckabee won at one of those. Huckabee, years too. that's the Republican, mm-hmm. obviously, again, but maybe this polling helps him specifically in some of these key states. I mean, again, you go state by state by state. So national polling data, it's interesting, but it's not necessarily indicative of how much actual support he has within each state. Right. And that's why the Democrats kind of try to rearrange their primary, putting South Carolina first. And they're saying it's reasons of we want to make sure the black vote is has more representation earlier mm-hmm. on. And that's why they've criticized having the early primaries in Iowa and New Hampshire, whether they're caucus or a primary. But I have heard that Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s campaign strategy is New Hampshire because they know mm. that there will be a lot more moderate independent leaning Democrats who again really hate war and that's going to be Robert F. Kennedy's main message is just anti-war anti-Ukraine involvement and etc. Well and also when it comes to the black community and rightfully so they're skeptical of course of a lot of government mandates they're skeptical of a lot of big pharmaceutical vaccines Uh, this Mm -hmm. is no joke I think everyone knows this they truly have been tested upon yeah and and on a macro and micro level Mm -hmm. uh, the war on drugs was no more than a social study really and what crack cocaine can do to a society Mm -hmm. so perhaps Robert F. Kennedy what we can consider to be slightly more fringe with his vaccine approach perhaps there are some people you know, within the key demographic, within the Democratic Party that will be attracted to that. Also, the Kennedy name, once again, yep, still yep. very popular. Absolutely. I mean, we're talking labor unions. We're talking workers' rights. We're talking civil rights. I mean, that's the only reason that we got the civil rights deal, 64-65, was because JFK sacrificed his life. Yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. And, I mean, again, as Biden just, if these fall downs, I know we covered it extensively on the last <laughs> show. I have no more jokes to make about it. But if it keeps happening, it's so bad visually and politically. I got another Biden fall down joke. What if he okay, gets here a, we go. He gets, well, gets, one more. Here we go. He gets a booster vaccine and then he trips and Robert Kennedy just clips that. It's a video of him, you know, Biden getting a vaccine and then tripping. But what more to your point, Ben, <laughs> he, the, he does. He re, those numbers represent to me like a Venn diagram mm-hmm. of people that are not far right conservatives they are not Trumpers. But the narrative that a lot of Democrats pushed, especially during the pandemic, didn't sit right with them. Yeah. And so this guy does represent a real number of people. And also, once again, the vaccine thing, slightly more um, polarizing. But when it comes down to the environment. The East Coast is currently looks like they are in a ma- like Thanos's fart. Yes, they are. <laughs> the East Coast is currently covered in smog. There was mm-hmm. a forest fire mm-hmm. in, in Canada. Canada wildfire. Yeah. So this is Canadian smoke. Oh, it's apologizing the whole time. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I'm, sorry. That we're, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. About the 
Also, it is ironic. They all, a lot of masks during the pandemic, but I saw a lot of photos. No one was wearing masks. I was like, I would actually wear a mask now. Yeah. It's because you see, all that, you see all that dust in the air. <laughs> but anyway, so if he can stick to an environmental message, mm-hmm. I actually think that has more support across the board, whether you be a farmer uh, in, you know, again, the, the fields of Nebraska, or if you're someone who is in Los Angeles or East Coast, mm-hmm. I, the environment is a massive issue. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. uh, everyone, you would have to be a true moron to think that it's not affecting the working class people of this country. So if he can get to that message, kind of beat the media narrative right now, which only focuses on the vaccine, some of it in disingenuous. Obviously, mm-hmm. there's a lot of money in big pharma oh, spending, yeah. with it obviously some of it being properly skeptical of his skepticism of vaccines. Again, vaccines have helped save millions and millions of Absolutely. lives. And there's a reason we don't have polio still <laughs> affecting our children. It's because of vaccines and science. We right. can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. But if he can talk about the environment, it might be a political winner. Certainly Joe Biden doesn't have a fucking leg to stand on, literally. When it comes to that. <laughs> and don't forget, in 2016, being anti-government was a huge winner for Trump. So yeah, right. this guy, in in a lot of ways, is kind of anti-government. And, and then an underdog. And if he can go after, you know, Joe Manchin for this new pipeline that's going to be on native mm-hmm. land, if he can stand with the native community, right. uh, who knows? Maybe he can cobble together an interesting coalition. I, I'm not going to throw it away yet. The and, fact At first, I was like, oh, you know, really laughing at, but well, let's take a look at the options. And again, uh, the, I don't think it's great, but, you know. The Republican opposite of him was what, like Michael Bolton and John Bolton? John I mean, Bolton. Yeah, and so uh, John Bolton or some incumbent like DeSantis or Trump. Again, I think he this guy has a real possibility. Well, who knows? Either way, he does have, again, his billionaire backer who also has uh, quite a bit of insight on social media yep. and how to use social media. Of course, Jack Dorsey, the former CEO. Of Twitter. Oh, right. Square, by the way, that, you know, he has a lot of movement, but there's cash apps involvement with this guy. Yes, there's there's movement. There's a lot. So we'll we'll keep on watching RFK Jr. See what uh, see what transpires there. At at worst, I hope it leads to a uh, robust debate. And (laughs) if we can focus because the I feel like the environment has really been sort of the third rail. I, I it doesn't seem to be on the it doesn't seem to be on the forefront of a lot of the politicians' minds right now. Well, sure. I mean, there were a lot of climate change initiatives and spending projects for green energy and stuff in the infrastructure bill that Biden and the administration got passed. But again, in terms of what you guys are pointing out, again, it comes back, I I would come back again to Ukraine, right? Joe Biden is trying to become a wartime president, making sure Ukraine's still getting money, making sure it's still in everybody's mind. And again, we to your point about crossover appeal, how many Republicans have we heard of? who are opposed to all the money going to Ukraine. And are those folks going to cross over and be voting Democratic primaries for someone like Robert F. Kennedy Jr.? It's tough to run on a uh, pro-environment or wanting to clean up the air initiative when, of course, you're funding a lot of bombs exploding (laughs) all over Europe. Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am on how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Okay, let's move on to another person who has said that they are running for president. I uh, misspoke. This is not going to be with the Democratic Party. As a matter of fact, he wants to be a candidate for the People's Party. That is Mm. Cornell West. Cornell West, of course, a very well-known public figure. He's a speaker. Uh, Polarizing to some, obviously. That's what happens when you have opinions. This is what West said in a video. He says, I've decided to run for truth and justice, which takes the form of running for president of the United States 
as a candidate for the People's Party. Perhaps you know more <laughs> about this than I do, Mr. Irvine, but mm. I have not heard of the People's Party. Ah. And I do not know if they have ballot access. And I uh, am a little bit. Uh, what do you have any insight into that? Or I because ballot access is extremely difficult and it almost yes. it takes a couple of campaign cycles to get through all 50 states. Yes, absolutely. As we learned with your campaign uh, in Brooklyn in 2017, when we ran with the Reform Party, each and every single state designs its own laws in terms of how a third political party officially becomes said political party and can be recognized and get candidates on the ballot. All 50 states have completely different standards and they are constantly changing. As we know now in New York, it's even harder for a third party like the Reform Party to get on the ballot. So to your question, have I ever heard of the People's Party? Buddy, I've been to a lot of parties and I know for a fact right now the Greens are slowly falling apart, losing a lot of their ballot access. Lord knows, as we've covered since last May, the Libertarian Party has been falling apart, losing a lot of money, losing a lot of ballot access. The and workers, the, the the Working Family Party in New York was basically exploded after oof. de Blasio was such a nightmare. And Cuomo also. Yes. When Cuomo specifically, when when they didn't endorse Cuomo, he got, that's when he took the hatchet job to the third political party ballot access in New York. So every state is different. And you got to think with someone like Cornell West, he used to be a Bernie supporter. So he could potentially bring some Bernie people with him. But where will they get on the ballot as a brand new political party? You got to think it's going to be less than 20 states. It's probably going to be places like Vermont, California, places that Democrats would already win. Right. And then, of course, you do wonder, which I don't give any credence to the spoiler. People can vote for who they want. But it would be interesting to see if he does get ballot access in one of these states if he peels away a couple of percentage points from somebody perhaps that changes an outcome he goes on to say this is cornell west i enter for the quest for truth i enter for the quest of justice and the presidency is just one vehicle we pursue that truth and justice Uh, perhaps he can he's 70 years old perhaps he can bring um his thoughts uh on the country his expertise to the debate nationally. This is what West had to say regarding Ukraine. He says, neither political party wants to tell the truth about Wall Street, about Ukraine, about the Pentagon, about big tech. Do we have what it takes? We shall see. So if he, that's interesting. Ukraine, Wall Street, Pentagon, and big tech. That is a, uh, it's an interesting crossover of issues. And I definitely think that they're all ripe for debate my first impression is that this guy feels like a kind of like a younger bernie sanders haha <laughs> get it but am, am i am 70 I, yeah am i am i <laughs> thinking correctly in my impression about this travis i don't think he's that much younger <laughs> well i mean bernie's very old and uh he's always looked very old even since he was mayor of burlington at 40 <laughs> but cornell again cornell was an, a surrogate for bernie he did all the CNN in 2016 and 2020. So I think it's interesting that he's throwing his hat in the ring as a third party. I honestly, I'm like you, Ben. When I heard the announcement, I was like, oh, he's jumping in as a Democrat as well. Um, but what you said there from his talking points, he mentioned Ukraine. I think Ukraine's going to be a real stickler. And Biden administration, they're right. banking on Ukraine being a winner for them. And you got to wonder whether it's Robert F. Kennedy Jr. peeling off votes or Cornell West peeling off votes from the Democrats. Ukraine could be a loser next year. It might be. It might be. It tends to be a winner. Uh, even mm-hmm. the debacle that was Vietnam still got people elected for second terms. Right. War, there's just something instinctively about with the American people when we're at war or aiding and abetting a war where they don't want to change horses in midstream. Right. Uh, per I Abraham for, Lincoln, what he Abraham said in the 1864 Lincoln. election. So we'll see. All right. So that's more of uh, left-leaning politicians. Let's go to the right. Oh, there's a man out of North Dakota. Mm, uh-huh. What a representative state that is. A state that has more cows than people. And also the state I was born in. When I was born. I didn't know that. The, yeah. When I was born, the doctor said I had the biggest shoulders he's ever seen. Oh, that's oh, true. Brother, you're poor. My mom loved it. <laughs> All right. So Republican Governor uh, Doug Burgum. Oh, yeah. With a name like that, he's got to be good. He's a former Microsoft executive. Uh, he's not really the most known politician. He has now said that he is running for president. Again, that's North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum. Uh, he has officially launched. 
He, uh, I don't know what the polling data is at this point. We don't really know yet. He has just announced. And um, <laughs> he worked at McKinsey Institute and mm-hmm. Microsoft, Stanford dude. I mean, I don't know. I, I watched him speak a little bit and it was like, okay, I don't <laughs> care. Um, but anyway, so he's in the race now as well. So he's all their coworker already, basically. Yes. Uh, <laughs> he launched his gubernatorial campaign in 2016. He didn't have any political experience. Oh. Uh, he lost the state Republicans party endorsement as a matter of fact, uh, but still went on to win. Uh, Attorney General Wayne Stenham actually got the Republican Party endorsement, but he lost. Burgum beat hmm. him in a landslide victory. So who knows? Uh, he's thirty. He's the thirty-third governor of uh, of North Dakota. He's got three kids. He was uh, divorced in '03. Uh, doesn't seem like there's much baggage there. Um, hmm. Everyone seems to be getting divorced these days, anyway. <laughs> uh, he has a really, really strict ban on abortion. Uh, this is where the social conservative comes in. Uh, he has slim exceptions for rape and incest, but basically after six weeks gestation, abortion is no longer legal. Mm. He says, quote, this measure reaffirms North Dakota as a pro-life state. Again, this is not about um, life. This is about power and taking people's rights away. Uh, he also signed a number of anti-trans measures, including a bill that criminalizes health care for trans minors. Um, the bill also prohibits transgender students from using school restrooms. He's a social conservative in the yeah. most classic way. Out of your room, out of your womb, out of your goddamn bathroom, please just leave these kids <laughs> alone. I can't imagine in North Dakota Trans people using the bathroom they identify as has been a problem. Right. Um, I haven't heard it. I would also imagine there's like two right. trans people. Mm. And it's uh, cows. It's probably just cows. Yeah. <laughs> These trans no. cows. They can't, they, can't, they can't shit in the field like that. It's wrong. I identify as a bull. Come oh, milk okay. me. Come milk oh, me. <laughs> so this is what Burgum said. He says, as I've long said, all North Dakotians deserve to be treated equally and live free of discrimination. But again, he's running as a socially conservative Republican. So those are words that are as shallow as a puddle that I just recently made with my urine after drinking (laughs) multiple Michelobes. (laughs) Totally fair. And I'll add another good salient point to your observation there, Ben. And that is, yes, he is a classic red state governor right he's this is coming from where the republicans run everything which is a shame because north dakota used to send a few democrat senators to the u.s senate you had heidi heitkamp uh back in the early oh, 2000s yeah, you had the great byron dorgan one of my favorite guys the first u.s senator to point out that the bin laden family was being flown out of the united states right after 9 11 that, that was, was all weird yeah. that was a bit weird and Senator Dorgan would agree. Uh, so he was from North Dakota and he was a Democrat. But since then, like a lot of states, it's gone full, full red. And what I noticed here about, first of all, what's his name? Burgum? It's Burgum. A real who, it's a real who's who of who the hell is that guy that's right. happening right now. But he seems to have a similar background as Glenn Youngkin in Virginia. Mm. Glenn Youngkin never had any prior political experience, but he was a Goldman Sachs I believe, uh, or, or one of those financial institutions, perhaps BlackRock. He oh. had that background. And Mr. Burgum seems to have that background in Microsoft. So you kind of use that business background to become governor and then potentially launch that into a presidential campaign. But again, does he have does he have what it takes? Does North Dakota matter that much politically no. for having someone like him even on the ticket? I don't know. I mean, people didn't think that Bernie Sanders was from a representative state. Again, North Dakota has 600,000 people. Mm -hmm. It's a massive state. It's uninhabitable. And (laughs) as we know from the fantastic film Fargo, things get a little wild out around there. (laughs) Stay away from the wood chippers. Also, as I've said (laughs) in this show many times, I'll say it again. North Dakota, South Dakota should be combined into one state. And that state should be called Dakota Fanning. And only she can be governor. There you go. You really nailed it. Uh, my uh, grandma, RIP, she's out there and uh, she's having sex in hell right now. Um, she, um, We watched Fargo together mm-hmm. and she was like, that's not Fargo. Oh, Fargo Aww. wasn't like that. Oh, they filmed it somewhere Aww. else. Aww. No, she just didn't really appreciate the wood chipper scene. 
Got it. <laughs> because got she's it. Like, I didn't ever saw that Fargo. That movie's not about. It wasn't even about Fargo. Because a lot of the movie took place in Minnesota. I think that's mm. where the this guy even made his announcement from. It was from Fargo. So yeah, it's the it's the capital. That's, the that's, biggest, that's where I was yes. born. I was oh, born yeah. Fargo, there North Dakota. Well, I believe the capital's Bismarck. Yeah, whatever. Hear me out. But I Fargo mean, is the biggest city. Yeah, why? That I hate that. The capital is its biggest city. You, well, you move it no, to fucking Fargo. That's not, that, then move no, it to Fargo. That's not what it's like in New Mexico as well. Like Santa Fe is tiny compared to Albuquerque. New York City should be the capital of New York State. All right. You guys want a little history? You want a little yeah. Irvine history moment? Yeah, just do it. They put the capitals in the middle of every single state so every single representative who's going to be in the state legislature could get there easier. That is why most of the United States cities, capitals, they are structured that way right All in the middle. Right. Well, let's move on. I hope they're not traveling by train. <laughs> Norfolk Southern, unbelievable <laughs> pieces of shit. I say that with great disdain for the people in charge. We watched the town hall on CNN. We'll get to CNN here in a second. Uh, the head of Norfolk Southern was such a dismissive fuck. Five months after the horrible train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, Norfolk Southern, of course, immediately following the derailment said, we're going to do everything in our power to make sure the great people of East Palestine are taken care of. <laughs> Meanwhile, they've been fighting tooth and nail to make sure that those people do not receive compensation. And now Norfolk Southern is seeking to shut down uh, a class action lawsuit against it entirely. Oof. So Whoa. they have filed over 30 separate lawsuits uh, they, uh, that have been filed against the company, and the company now has legally said that they want to just simply end all the lawsuits and have it thrown out of court. The company's legal team claimed in its motion to dismiss the slate of lawsuits. They say the first car to derail did not belong to Norfolk Southern. Oh, keep going, right. Ben. There's more. That's that. what they, There's more. There the is more. First, yeah. The first one did not belong to me. It's <laughs> not mine. That's not mine. <laughs> nor did they go on. Nor did Norfolk Southern construct the wheel bearing that allegedly overheated and caused the train to derail. Wow. Talk about bold. Wow. Strong. Yeah. Accountability right. coming from the leader. Yeah, we didn't. Oh. Mm. The memo <laughs> continued. And Norfolk Southern, as a common carrier, was required by federal law to transport vinyl chloride, a hazardous chemical with numerous industrial uses. Hmm. So they, it is, we made them name, do it. We made them do it. Their name is on the side of the train. Uh, <laughs> it's their train. Mm -hmm. These guys are such fucking assholes. It's like insane. So if you ever have a car accident, Ben, you should blame the Chevy company. Because they made the truck that you were driving, and they made the wheel. What the wheel? What are your wheels? But whatever. Yeah, whatever. So Firestone. Yeah, Firestone. You got to sue Firestone because they made those goddamn tires. Yeah, this is like Ron DeSantis level accountability. It's like, it's not my train. It's it's not, are not you my blind? Train. Are you blind? It's not my train. Well, then I guess they shouldn't receive any of the profits. Ooh. If it's not their train. Ooh. Oh, excellent point. So Norfolk Southern has funneled more than $100 million into politics since 1990. They have mm -hmm. basically bought deregulation. Yep. Uh, East Palestine residents to this day report a range of troubling symptoms, including rashes, vomiting bile, and bloody stools. Oh they God. took away America's number one pastime shitting. Nice. <laughs> Happy. A nice, good day. You fuck with my shitting. Ugh. That's 20 minutes of my day. Ugh. That is just, that's king day. That's king time. Right. That's prime time. That's prime time. Mm. It's personal time. Right. And you messed with that? Yeah. I definitely need some compensation. The motion to dismiss the lawsuits come after the Supreme Court followed the lead of conservative members in weakening the Clean Water Act. Mm -hmm. It all works together. And if this lawsuit is thrown out whole, I don't even know what we have to do. It's yeah. talk about no accountability. There's not even that many people. I mean, there's a lot of people. One person is enough, but it's not like East Palestine is freaking Philadelphia. 
Right, right. All they have to do is help out a couple thousand people that right. they poisoned. Exactly. And they still right. can't do that. The shareholders. If they would have just spent 10% on what they spend on legal fees to dismiss the case, just helping people, this whole thing would be done. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what they also put. I mean, everything you just listed there is absolutely ridiculous. But they also put in part of their request to have these lawsuits uh, dismissed. They also put in there that we're doing all of these things and they list all the things that they're doing. But the problem is, is that there's no legal requirement for them to do those things. So they're doing them out of the goodness of their heart, quote Uh unquote. But once they stop doing that, then there's no legal ramifications or legal avenue for the residents to get what they are deserved. So that's why, again, I if. If they're if the judge is uncorrupt in any way, you throw this request to dismiss right out the window. If you just mm. wake up one day and all of a sudden your little town is a fucking cesspool of toxic chemicals, not your fault. Immediately the EPA comes in and has a bullshit fraudulent report oh, that everything is fine. Water's good. Meanwhile, they're taking a bunch of soil samples. Everything is poisonous. People are mm. dying. I mean, God. I wonder why people don't love corporations. That's why, because they're soulless fucking assholes. And then it's like, who do you even hold? What is Norfolk Southern? It's just a corporation. How do you like hold it accountable? Right. It's like this amorphous goddamn thing. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Anyway, let's go on just briefly here to the Supreme Court. When it comes to uh, justices disclosing gifts, That's all people are asking for. Mm -hmm. Justice Ketanji Brown Jackson disclosed that she received $1,200 in flowers from Oprah. Uh, She also received $6,580 in designer clothing for a magazine shoot. Okay. Thank you for telling me. Yeah. That's okay. Mm -hmm. That's not so bad. You got some flowers from Oprah. Nice Makes clothes. sense. Yeah. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, first black female in the Supreme Court. All right. It checks out. Love it. Yeah. you You had a photo shoot. Okay. You got a couple of grand. Clarence Thomas, however... Again, his mother is living in a house that is owned by a billionaire. He's been seen on yachts all over the world. He has still not filed his annual. Uh, he hasn't filed his annual filings to just give us a partial window into his finances. We know that Ginny Thomas wow. has been greasing a lot of wheels, mm-hmm. doing God knows what. And we know that Clarence Thomas has been getting kickbacks, which then, of course, he returns with uh, basically legislating from the bench. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. Uh, Justice Alito has also sought an extension for up to 90 days before he files. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. What are they hiding? Those what? accountants are working overtime. <laughs> Weird. Like, I yeah. mean, I haven't gotten a gift from anybody in like forever. I could just like file it now. <laughs> right. I'll be yeah. like, I got a joint from Eddie. <laughs> right. Oh, that yeah. was nice. That was three weeks ago. I got you a Frank Zappa for president shirt like five years ago. That Probably should nice. put that on the. Yeah. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. on there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. <laughs> so uh, was, I guess Alito and Thomas need 90 more days yeah. to yeah. figure out how many gifts they've gotten. From billionaires and oligarchs and probably yeah, non-Americans as well. Oh, which would be quite fascinating. 
Well, again, that's what's so fascinating as we've covered this is the Supreme Court basically regulates itself, right? The ethics department is the Supreme Court justice. That's John Roberts. And so, you know, you got folks like Mitch McConnell just being like, I'm sure he's going to do the right thing. And it's like, this is the problem. It's like with Norfolk Southern. What happens if they don't do the right thing? Then what's the legal ramifications and avenues to get the right thing done? Thomas's gifts have, uh, they estimate, valued at hundreds of thousands of dollars. And that's mostly from Republican donor Harlan Crow. Something about that mm-hmm. last name, huh? Harlan Crow. So he's eating crow tonight. Well, indeed. And his buddy Jim really had a nice time living uh, the high <laughs> life here, also. Wow. Got him. All right. So, why is it so difficult for them to disclose the gifts they have received? Okay, just lastly in the courts, this is a Michigan Supreme Court, and I really hope they decide uh, correctly on this. The government, uh, they want to spy on homes with drones without warrant, basically, Mm. completely unconstitutional. Last year, Michigan's Court of Appeals affirmed a township's right to spy on private property without a warrant. Uh, The Supreme Court is now going to weigh in. Uh, Todd and Heather Maxson, They lived on a five-acre property in a rural uh, Long Lake township. Anyway, long story short, there was some problems. They were storing some junk on their property, yada, 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 bullshit. They were then spied upon with a drone without warrant. They say Mm. that it uh, was a violation of their Fourth Amendment. And uh, since, again, the township never got a warrant to spy. um, We got to nip this in the bud right now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The last thing we need is uh, the police state warrantlessly right. spying on citizens with drones. You want to create a crime, well, that's a hell of a way to do it. Right. right. So hopefully the Supreme Court weighs in uh, properly on that. If you want to read that, that's a great reason article. Michigan Supreme Court to decide if government can warrantlessly spy on you with drones. I, if that doesn't send a chill down your spine... I don't know what to tell you because uh, they're not going to have your best interest in mind. As a matter of fact, they're probably just going to have a bunch of perverts back there jerking off to you taking a shit. (laughs) And then, of course, they're going to see you cry as your bloody stool slips out of your asshole Mm. because Norfolk Southern poisoned your water. Okay, I'm about to put on my foil hat. Whoa! Foil hat time! I I love it. I don't think they're going to stop or start doing this just because if it's law or not. So right now, basically, it's admissible in court because it's not against the law. If they take a drone footage of you, then they can use it in court to prosecute you. But that I I truly don't feel they're going to stop. The police state is real. The police state is, is emboldened. That's why the judges need to step in in this case. You're right. And I would push back only in that for the first time in decades, the Democrats control every single branch of government in Michigan. So this would be a thing to have in the Democrats. Well, court, basically, they, literally, right. it's balls in their court I'm not to sure. do the right thing for the for the working people of Michigan. That because you're absolutely 50, right. That is a 50 50 to me, though, because sometimes the Dems, they said too positive a view of government. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's Republicans who are like, I'll shoot that down. Right. Which we need sure. a little bit of in this case. Yeah. We need a little but bit yeah. of Robert F. Kennedy, a little bit. Yeah. Well, and again, to to your point, Ben, it's just they didn't have a warrant. I mean, even by FISA domestic terrorism standards where you can go get a secret warrant from the FISA court. I mean, they didn't even bother with that with this. This is just blanket surveillance. Right. That wide net that eventually catches one guy doing something wrong in a field somewhere. Yeah. OK. So I thought that was interesting. Let's move on. It is Pride Month which uh, is apparently triggering to a lot of people. I I don't know what the fuck is going on in this country right now. But anyway, uh, Fernando posted a, a picture of uh, some abuse that you dealt with six years ago mm-hmm. um, where you got your fucking face pounded in by a goddamn piece of shit bigot fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what we have to still remember. Right. You right. know, it's not. And this is, again, why corporations, I don't think, have done any service that uh, instead right, of rainbows, right. maybe put up the faces of people who are being fucking killed and Victims. tired and burnt alive yes. in different places. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, maybe we need to be remembering what can happen and what is happening. Top Pentagon officials on Wednesday have warned that there's a rise of uh, hate crimes against the LGBTQ community. Uh, Space Force Chief Operating Officer. I'm not sure why this is in the Space Force, but anyway, Lieutenant uh, General Deanna Burt pointed to the fact there's been more than 400 anti-LGBTQ laws introduced on the state level since January of this year. Yep. 
Woo, yep. mama. Bert goes on to say that number is rising and demonstrates a trend that could be dangerous for service members and their families and readiness of force as a whole. Again, we're talking about the military here. Military right. personnel, quote, must stick together and we must be prepared to confront any such challenge. That's according uh, to Gil Cisneros, the Pentagon undersecretary for personnel and readiness. So we got a bunch of gay people in the military fighting for our rights in this country mm -hmm. uh, to have drag shows. And uh, the uh, Pentagon is concerned that some of the legislation that's being put forth and some of the things that we're seeing on the streets take place right in front of our eyes, like neo-Nazis protesting in Ohio. Right. Right. Is having a negative effect on the United States military. So congratulations, everybody. You're harming yeah. your own country by being upset about what people do in their personal lives. So interesting mm -hmm. times indeed. Seems like we're yeah. going backwards a bit, isn't it? A little bit. Yeah. I mean, we, again, like you said, a record amount, even more than last legislative session for the last two years, it's a record amount of anti LGBTQ laws being introduced in all kinds of red States across the country. And, uh, you know, Fernando, if I was there that night, I would, uh, I'm not a fighting man usually, but I, yeah, I would fight, I would fight back for you. I really would. Isn't that brave of you to say six years later? <laughs> I, I appreciate it's, it's, that. I appreciate that. I'm just that. saying. I hate bigotry so much. And also, let's not forget that the trans community is being very much targeted by Republican state legislatures as well. Uh, they're getting murdered at rates that are, are historic as well. So yeah. it's just abhorrent. Well, I, I appreciate both of you saying that. And exactly, Ben, that was the point of my statement. Is right. the, you know, the violence is real. Violence is happening. It, it, it's still I, happening. I could have posted that picture today and you would have believed it happened to me last night because of yeah. the situation of the country we are in. But, Absolutely. And, and again, I understand we're saying gay rights, but when we say gay rights, I'm saying human rights. Mm -hmm. Again, uh, my, my and my right equality and also my right as a parent, as an American. Again, I understand if you don't want your child being read to by a gay person or a person in drag. Fine. Don't take them to the library that day. If I want to take my child as a parent, let me take my child to that. Let me take my child to a gun show if I want or to church. Right. I, I'm allowed as a parent, as well, an American. And as I covered that. on uh, Hail Yourself yesterday on Sirius Radio, church is a very dangerous place. Exactly. Yeah. For children. Yes. So. Anyway, just keep that in mind. And again, that's what it's all about. Um, and again, maybe corporations just need to shut the fuck up. I don't know. I, I just don't. Maybe they're just not. Hand, they don't handle it. Well. Just pay workers more. Just pay workers. Just work. Just focus yeah, so on for that. every every time you're just like, well, let's invest 100 million in advertising for pride. Just say, let's invest that in people that that's work it. here. Yay. Thank you. Or safety or trains that don't crash. That would be freaking nice. All right. Uh, well, also speaking of immunity. The Sackler family was just given a me immunity over the uh, they just had a new billion six billion dollar opioid settlement. Um, so the Sackler family, again, they're the ones who created opioids. They're the ones who created Oxycontin and are complicit in tens of thousands of deaths, uh, hundreds of thousands of deaths at yeah. this point mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. probably in the millions, as a matter of fact. And uh, they just had to pay six billion dollars so that they wouldn't uh, get in any trouble. So there you go on that front. Perhaps we should do a month on Sack the Sackler family and corporate corruption. <laughs> mm -hmm. Let's remember Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And speaking of communities that were devastated by the opioid crisis, it was all communities, but I know it definitely hit the gay community. Uh, hard as well. Right. Absolutely. Um, all right. Well, just lastly, let's do a small media roundup. Chris Licht. Wow. Talk about a horrible tenure <laughs> as the head of CNN. <laughs> I he was there for 13 months. That's wow, like that's that is, short. That is so short. The that's seat short. wasn't even warm. This like literally 13 months <laughs> that when they were like, this is going to be our guy for the next 50 years. 13 months later, it's like a Zsa, Zsa Gabor marriage. Oh, Remember Zsa, Zsa? Yeah. It's a good time in reference. That's a classic right, bit. Google it, kids. It Google Zsa, Zsa So Chris licked. Uh, he had a horrible year. He literally got licked every single day <laughs> as CNN's numbers were exceptionally low, losing to MSNBC, which is never good. He was 51. Mm. He is 51 years old. He said this week, I'm going to fight like hell for the employees of CNN. But now he can fight like hell at the local dive bar because he's unemployed. Mm. And uh, it just looks like one of the fastest turnarounds I've seen on this level in a long, 
long time. They don't make these decisions lightly. Being the head of CNN is a massive deal. And obviously he did such a horrible job culminating in the minds of many people with the live town hall with Donald Trump mm-hmm. yep. where Licht uh, purposely stacked the room with pro-Trumpers, yes. which right. was just an interesting, it's not even the right from a TV perspective. Yeah. You need to have binary. You right. need to have conflict. I mean, as Jerry Springer, right. it makes the, the, show. Cra- the, the crowd should have been filled with, you know, queers, queers from Sacramento. Like it literally (laughs) should have just been like, it, I don't know. Right. Don't you want, don't you want Christmas with the clan? That's bad production. Isn't that (laughs) what the whole point is, is instead of stacking it with Trumpers. uh, Also, they are going to continue a series that he started where they interview the uh, potential candidates for president under the guise of anyone still believing that they're a, actual news network. Now, I will say CNN, to their credit, they do cover breaking news uh, quite well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've seen a lot of footage of them creating news also. But, you know, there are, <laughs> I'm not saying that CNN needs to like, go away or anything. Right. It's just, it's it's bottled programming on a nightly basis. Is I just don't think it's resonating with people. No one gives a shit about what CNN has to say. Right. Yeah. And Chris Licht, I mean, yeah. What a, his tenure is shorter than Chris Wallace, folks. There it is. Well, that was the other. I was I flipped through the channels the other day. There's a show called "Who's Talking to Chris Wallace." It's like, yeah, why? Why? Who Who thought that was a good? Who's talking? That's the name of the show. I know. Who's talking to Chris Wallace? Yeah. The fuck am I supposed to know? Who's Chris Wallace? A lot of people don't know. CNN Plus. Oh, we got all the stars. We got Chris Wallace from Fox News. Is prime time. (laughs) Fuck! What the hell are you? I hate him, but just give Russell Brand a goddamn show. Uh, no. Oh, no. Right. Just hear just hear what wealthy people have to say when they have a lot of time to think. <laughs> yeah. You become stupider somehow. Stupider? Dumber. Stupider. <laughs> stupider. So if you're Chris Cuomo and Don Lemon, I guess it's a good day. Or the aforementioned yeah. Brian Stelter from Reliable Sources. Uh, so anyway, Chris licked out. Don't know who's going to replace him. Also in a news uh, roundup, Chuck Todd. He was the mo- he was the moderator of Meet the Press. He's gonna step down. Uh, this gal, uh, what's her name? Who's gonna take over for him? I know it's a gal, uh, Kristen Welker. Kristen it's Welker. Kristen Welker. Yes. And uh, Chuck Todd, you know, it's sort of like one of those things where it's like animated mayonnaise. <laughs> if he was like, I, he's just so. I never understood Chuck Todd or why people, I don't know why he was on TV. His facial hair was wrong. And all of his like, the hair on his head was wrong. It's all wrong. And then he like asked the most mundane. He doesn't push the envelope or I don't know. I never got anything. I just missed Tim Russert. Yeah, me too. There was a dude named Tim Russert out of Buffalo for you young kids out there. (laughs) And he was just like the best at meet the press. He was so good. And then Chuck Todd took over because he has this massive um, power position in the company. You know, he's in charge of a of a thing. He basically put him on news like, director. Yeah, yeah, he put himself on TV basically. Yeah. And then if you look on like Twitter, which I don't, you know, you take it with a massive grain of salt, but it doesn't seem like anyone was ever happy with Chuck Todd on Meet the Press. <laughs> and he had the gig for a long time. So now yeah. it's going to go to NBC's chief White House correspondent, uh, Kristen Welker. Uh, we'll see how well she does. I She's not going to do any worse. That's for sure. Hmm. And uh, she says she's humbled and grateful. And I don't think it's acrimonious necessarily. Todd is going to remain as the network's chief political analyst. So he'll still be on the network and everything. But he took the helm in 2014 mm-hmm. after David Gregory stepped down. I haven't thought about David Gregory. Oh, my God. I know. Oh, boy. That's a throwback. Yeah, so he's been there for nine years, and it has been forgettable, despite the fact it's been some of the most tumultuous nine years, certainly in modern American history. Yeah, politics, definitely. I actually lived in D.C. in 2008 when Tim Russert uh, died unexpectedly, had a heart attack in the newsroom, and yeah, that was June 2008, and you could feel it. It was reverberations around D.C. He was just so universally respected, and then, yeah, I would say his replacement since then, David Gregory, Chuck Todd, just didn't hold a candle to everything Tim Russert was able to do. So I'm, I'm wishing Kristen Welker the best of yeah, luck yep, because yep. it's a, still a good show in in format and in theory. I mean, it was just, I don't know. 
I'm old. I just remember Amanda, because back in the day, before the 24-hour news cycle, mm-hmm, it was right. like, ooh, it's, if it's Sunday, it's meet the press. I, but then they mm-hmm. also expanded it to nightly, which uh, doesn't... I, I never that was a that. Chuck Todd decision as well. Stupid. Yeah, he put himself, he just put himself on TV. He just put himself on TV, yeah. <laughs> wow. I always, I, I would watch some meet the press on Sundays because I always thought it was like the, op. It's like, I thought it was a conservative show, but without the Jesus in it. Sure. Yeah, you know well, what I mean? in some yeah. ways. In a lot of ways. But. And I, I always love my PBS, McLaughlin Group. Mm-hmm. You know, all of those great Oh, shows. I love McLaughlin Group. It was Wrong. the best. Wrong, next issue. Dana Carvey had the best John McLaughlin impression. Look yeah. it up, kids. Google it. Well, <laughs> but now we're just getting old. Kristen no, Welker just... looks recognizable to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she does. Oh, she's been on the network exactly. for years. And, so, and she'll do great. Yeah, um, pretty it'll woman, be all good. You know, it's just yeah. tough. Again, in the new media landscape, sh- legacy shows have taken a hit. And uh, I mean, I was watching again. I flipped through CNN. There's I don't know what they're going for. They have about uh, looked no exaggeration. I think it was 11 people on a panel, which basically means everyone gets a sentence. So every it's the illusion that there's a conversation, <laughs> right. I guess. Uh, you can't Their have panels. a conversation with 11 people. Their panels um, are crazy. It's just so stupid. It's just it's it's stupid. Anyway. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back later this week. Hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.